So um, we, we discussed last week how that the new album that Zusha put out is going to become our, our mainstay for a little bit. We'll see how many weeks in a row we go. Last week we started with Mashcheni Achrecha, higher than high. And we had a certain Mahalach, which we're going to chazer over a little bit, because as we continue on in the CD, and we start to hear other, you know, of the, so- of the songs, I don't know if this was his intention, but they're very, very connected. We just said last week that they're all connected to Shabbos. And we ended off last week with an Indian of Shabbos. And again this week we're going to end it off that way. So first we're going to listen to the song Melech Malchaya, which is from Karibon, one of the biggest Mirasoi San Shabbos. Very, very high. And we will, we have to listen deeply, right? Usually when you listen to music, you're listening, it's casual, it's nice, it's enjoyable. But when we come here, we're listening to it in a different way. Even the first time we listen to it, we're trying to listen to it in an active way. Trying to enter into the song, let the song enter us, and then we enter into the song. So we're going to listen deeply, right? As we said this, we have to respect the song. You have to listen to it deeply, allow it in. We'll speak, we'll connect to last week, we'll speak about it, and then we're going to listen again. It's Hashem in an even deeper way. So let's listen in a nice deep way. Oh, my God. 
much tremendous. <clears throat> and I'm hoping that that song is going to start becoming the, the, the regular way that people start singing Karibon. It can, it can be done. Some of the songs you can't sing. But this one you can sing. I mentioned we'll get to Lechadodi also. That one could also be sung. Hopefully we'll get him one time. We'll get him to come to Aish and he'll sing it. It'll be higher than high. So we have to, <clears throat> as we're still in the sugi of the Mishkan, we have to, we have to chazer over a little bit of last week. It's very important. We can't say the whole thing, but at least the major nakuda to get us started with tonight. So last week we discussed that the Mishkan, the Mishkan was for Klal Yisrael. That we said B'nai Yisrael was likened to a Kala, to an, like an Isha, to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu chose them, chose his wife, Klal Yisrael, by Mitzrayim, took us out of Mitzrayim. Klal Yisrael went out on fire, right? First few dates. The Yidin were obsessed, infatuated with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu was loving Klal Yisrael. And then things got, their rules were made. Mishpatim came, <clears throat> rules were made. You know, the Ahava, the relationship cooled off a little bit. And we said that that's a little bit of a Misa for the Isha. Because the Isha needs to receive from the Baal. If she's not receiving Chiyas, Ahava, then she's sorely lacking and it's tremendously painful. And Mishpatim, the rules of life, the regulations, the, you know, the Hergel, the daily living, the partnership between husband and wife, that's, that takes away from the the panemius of the relationship. And Kaddish Baruch and Klai needed it. And we said that if, a, if the Nekeva is not receiving what she, what she needs, so there's two options. Either she just keeps quiet, and slowly but surely the, the Kesha, the Yachas, just fizzles away, or she can make a move. She can make a move. She can make some kind of movement to awaken the Baal, the Mashpia, to say, let's go, buddy, I need something over here. You need to wake up and be a mashpia. So Klal Yisrael was making a little bit of a, a move after Parshas Mishpatim, and a Kaddish says, okay, I hear, I hear, I hear. Build for me a mikdash, and I'll come, and I'll dwell there with you. There'll be a yichud, kuchibrichu, Klal Yisrael, right? A rekindling of the flame between a Kaddish Baruch and Klal Yisrael. And that was going with the words, mashcheni acherecha narutza. Singing to Baruch, just draw, draw us towards you. Right? The Kala saying to the Chassan, just draw me towards you. I so badly want to connect to you. Just, I'm making a little bit of a move, but I need you, Baal, Shpia, to pull me. Pull me, and we'll run together, we'll run. Heviani HaMelech Chadarv. The king should bring me into Heviani HaMelech Chadarv. And the king brought me into his room. The Baal brought me in. After she makes the move, the tefillah, she davens to her Baal, to her mashpia, to the Zohar. He brings her in and Nagila ben Ismach So last week was discussing how the Kala needs the Shefa. But it's not only for the Kala. When a Kala is in need, when Klaiso is in need, of the Shefa from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, it wasn't only so Klal Yisrael could receive what they need. It's also because the Mashpia <coughs> needs to be a Mashpia. The Tachlis of the Zohar, 
the tachlis of the mashpia is to give, to be a mashpia. And if he's not providing what he needs to provide, then he is lacking. For sure she's lacking. She's not receiving. But he's not providing what he needs to provide. And if he's not being a mashpia, then he's not fulfilling his tachlis. So he's lacking as well. Understand? Last week we were talking about the Tzada Isha, the, mash, the Makaba. She's not receiving, so she needs, she needs something. But now we're opening it up and saying, if she's not receiving and she's lacking, that means really he's lacking. Because the Mashpia, who's not giving over, is not a Mashpia. And then what's the Tachas of the Zacher? Who is he? So therefore it must be that the Mishkan was not only for Klaus. It was not only because Klai Yisrael needed that relationship, but it was also for Kodesh Baruch Hu. He needs that relationship. So we have to discuss. So what was this? What was this part of the Mishkan that a Kodesh Baruch Hu needed? Of course, whenever we say a Kodesh Baruch Hu needs something, we're speaking in terms of after the Tzimtzum and how a Kodesh Baruch Hu lets us perceive him, obviously. But it's the real. It's the real Metzius. So what was the tachas of creation? So on one hand, everybody knows the tachas of creation is so Kaddish Baruch could be a metiv, so Kaddish Baruch can give and he can do and he can provide for Klal Yisrael, provide for the world that Klal Yisrael can receive. But that's mitzad the makablum. What's the tachas of the bria mitzad Kaddish Baruch? Why did Kaddish Baruch create the world kivyachol for himself? So it's a mishnah. Swarm speak about it, but it's a Mishnah, Perigavos. Mishnah says in Perigvav, Mishnah Yadav, Everything that a Kaddish Baruch created in his world, Lo Biro Ela, and at the end, Lichvodo. Kaddish Baruch created for his covet. A Kaddish Baruch created a world so we could be Mechabit. It's, it's, a, it's a deeper sugya, we're going to go in one, one Mahalach within. We're not going to go, we can go very deep, but we're not. Kodesh Baruch created that he should receive covet. Chasram is Balgaiva, obviously not. We're not going to speak about that now. But Kodesh Baruch created the world for his covet. Shenemar, Pasuk Nishai says, Everything that's called in my name, all of creation, Bichlal, Bifrat, everything that was created, Ulechvodi Barosif, it was created for my covet. Yitzartiv, it was fashioned for my covet. Vafasisiv, it was even made for my covet. Right, this is the source of the different worlds, Atzilas, Bria, Yitzira, Nasiya. This is the source for those different worlds, those who learn this farm. Ultimately, the whole world and everything inside is created for Kaddish Baruch's cover. All of my Sabreshis. So, Klal Yisrael, there could be people in this world who could recognize the greatness of the Rabbanu And to Mechabim. The Svarim tell us that the Mishkan was a hemshech of Maisabrashis. The Mishkan was like a microcosm, was a mini Maisabrashis. HaKadosh Baruch who created a world to dwell within, a dir the whole world itself is a dir But we know the Mishkan itself was a dir for HaKadosh Baruch to dwell within. It was an ayar Maisabrashis. The Mishkan was, was another Maisabrashis, obviously created then therefore for what? For his covet. Classically, when we learn about in Parshas Chumah the Mishkan, and a Kaddish Baruch reveals that he wants the Mishkan, what does he say? 
Vasuli Miktash, build for me a Miktash, a Shechanti Besocham, so I could dwell within you, Klai Yisrael. Bichlal, I could dwell within the Mishkan, but then we, we know, Besoch, every single person, Besocham, within each and every Jew, because every single Jew, like we said last week, needs that connection to a Kaddish Baruch. And that was the, that was the Tachas of the Mishkan. So Kaddish Baruch could dwell and have a relationship, have a Yachas, have a Dveikas with everybody in Klai Yisrael. But if you look at this week's parasha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu adds a little bit. He changes a little bit of what the tachlis of the Mishkan is. And he says, at the end of this week's parasha, right after the carbon Tamid, which is the main carbon of the Mishkan, right? Carbon Tamid twice a day in the morning and night. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to make myself known to Klai Yisrael there. And the whole tachlis is that there should become a holiness. The tachlis of the holiness of the Mishkan is for my cover. And the passage goes on. All the vessels became sanctified. They came set aside. Why? A Kaddish. And even his children, Aaron, his children, I was Makadish, I set them aside. Why? Lachahenli. To be Kohanan for me. To serve me. Not so I can have a relationship with them and give to them, so they could serve me. They could be Makhabed me. But Tachas of the Mishkan was to bring a cover to a Kaddish Baruch. Hu. That's why the big day Kahuna is Lachavaru to Ferris. The the big day kahuna was to be mechabed the mispar to Kaddish Baruch Not that the Kohanim should have a covenant of Ferris. You're supposed to wear the big day covered in the makam of covered to bring a cover to Kaddish Baruch That was the tachlis of all the Kohanim and everything they wore. That was the cover. So when the Mishkan was created, at the same time that a Kaddish Baruch was v'shachanti besocham, at the same time, a Kaddish Baruch dwells within the Mishkan. At that same time, when Klal Yisrael serves a Kaddish Baruch in that place, that becomes the Yichud. We are serving a Kaddish Baruch, we're bringing them a Kavod. We're giving them a Shpia, the Koach to be a Mashpia. And at the same time, the Mashpia, the Shechandi B'Socham, is given to the Mekab. That's a Yichud. That's a Yichud Zacher and a Kavod. That's the Yichud Kuchar B'Yichud Shrinta. And when it's done with emotions, it's b'techil ruchimah. The yachet shem yud kebavavkei b'shem kol yisrael. The mishkan was the place of the greatest yichud. The whole tachlis habriya, the whole tachlis habriya, which was so kadosh baruch Hu could be a mitav, and we could be mechabed him. That happened. That unification happened. That yichud happened. Davka in the mishkan. Something happened in the world. Something changed tremendously in the world when the Mishkan was built. Something that was never there before. When the Kodesh created the world, my Sabracious, safer Bracious, so the Avos were there. Avram, Mitzvah, Yaakov, Yosef, the Shvatim. At that stage of the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was an Av. He was a father to the Avos. He was an Av Rachman. Av Mitzik and Yaakov related to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a father, a loving father. 
They were deeply connected to him. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu was the Ribbon Shalom. He was the father and he was God over individuals. Right? He was the God over Avram. He was the father of Avram. He was the father of Yitzhak. He was the God of Yitzhak over individuals. And then Klal Yisrael was sent to Mitzrayim. Shivim Nefasho, 70 souls, became a nation. Became Am Yisrael. The nation of Yisrael. And when Kaddish Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim, he was no longer merely the father and the God of over individuals. He became the Ribbonu Shel Olam over a nation. He became the master of servants. We became Ovde Hashem at that time. That's when the shame Evid Hashem came into play. We became servants of a Kaddish Baruch. He became our Odon, our master. And we know a Melech below. Um, there can't be a king without a nation. See, in Bereshis, Hashem's not the Melech. There's no Malachas there. There's no nation. Hashem's the Av. He's the Father. He's God. He's Avarachimon. But he's not the Melech. There's no nation. You can only have a king if there's a nation. Ein Melech. There's no Melech. Below Am, without a nation. So the, 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 the beginnings of a Melech, of the Malchus of a Kaddish Baruch, who started when he took us out of Mitzrayim, when he chose us to be his nation. But there's something else missing. To be a king, it's not enough just to have a nation. You need something else. Ein Melech below Kisei. You can't be a Melech if you don't have a palace, if you don't have a throne. A king is someone who has a throne, he has a palace, he's living there in grandeur. The union of Malchus is kavod, kavod Malchus, so hadar. If he's just like in a, in a tent somewhere in the desert with nomads, he's not the king. He's the leader of a tribe, but he's not the king. A king needs a place. Agav, as we're getting close to Purim, the Vilna Gond speaks about how was it that Ahasuerus got to Shushan. That wasn't the capital. The capital was in Bavl. After, after Parson Madai destroyed Nebuchadnezzar in Bavl, the capital was over there. You set your cat, you take over the place. Well, how was it? What's Shushan? What is this place, Shushan? So Chazal tells us that Ahasuerus wanted Shlomo Hamel's throne. Right? Ahasuerus wanted to be the king over the world, and he wanted Shlomo Hamel's throne. It was a very sophisticated throne with animals, and it would lift you up. And it was a whole Zach, big Zach. But nobody could set him Shalom El's throne. Anybody who tried to get on was thrown off immediately. It was impossible. He couldn't get on. So Ahasuerus wanted to build a throne just like that. So he can only find craftsmen and artisans in Shushan who had the ability to make such a throne. So he, 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 took, he asked them to build it. It took a few years to make. And afterwards, he was ready. He wanted to ship it to Bovil to sit on his throne in the palace in Bovil. But it was too heavy. They couldn't move it. So he had to make Shushan... The, king, the city of the king, because the throne was built there. Because Ein Melch below Kisei. The Kisei creates the Melchus. And Agav the Gros says, why was it in Shushan? Because there was a Jew in Shushan, and Mordechai was his name. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought Ahasuerus to Shushan, because Mordechai was there. Why should he make the Tzadik go over to Babel or wherever it was? He brought Ahasuerus to Mordechai. HaKadosh Baruch was already preparing the Rafuah before the Maka even started. And, and Agav. But ain't melech below am. Ain't melech below kisei. To be a real melech, a full melech, you need those two things. You need a nation, and then you need the palace. 
So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu built the Mishkan, it was Kivyochel for his own needs to be that Melech that started by Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. Right, the Mishkan was the end of Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. The Ramban, I think, writes. That when the Mishkan was built, it was, that's why it's in Sefer Shemoz, because Sefer Shemoz is all about Sefer Gula, Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. The culmination is the Mishkan. Truma, Tetzavah, Vayakob, Akudai. Because that was the end. That's when he became the king over Klai And then Vayikra is all about the Kohanim. Serving HaKadosh Baruch in that Mishka. The Kohanim of the, of the king. It's called, we're called, by Manta, we're called Mamleches Kohana. We're a nation of, we're, it's a kingdom of Kohanim. Because HaKadosh Baruch to be the Melech needs Kohanim. To have Kohanim, we need a Mishka. Otherwise, what's the Kohen doing? He needs a Mishka, he needs a Mikdash. So that was, that became the greatest revelation, the greatest gilu of Kvod Hashem in that place of the Mishkan, where Kaddish Baruch Hu became the king. The whole Indian of a king is covered. If there, that's why it's Ein Melech Belo'am. Because if there's no covered, if no one's giving this person covered, then there's no king. There has to be covered. The Mishkan was the Makam covered, The Makam of Malchus. So it became the Tachas Abriya in terms of the mashpia, in terms of a Kaddish Baruch. <clears throat> that's why a Molik, again, another Agav, that's why a Molik Dafka attacked this Nakuda. A Molik was attacking the Malchus HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Malchus HaShem, Dafka the Kisei, the throne. As we know, the Pasuk says in B'Shalach, Ki Yad Al Kes Ka, Kaf Samech. Rashi says, they took, they, they chapped the Aleph from Kisei. It was supposed to be Ki Yad Al Kisei Yud Ke and a Molik chapped the Aleph from Kisei. They took away the throne. Therefore, Yudke Vavke could only be Yudke. They separate. They made it. They made it. They made it a, a separation. Right. That was what that was. A Molik was going after. <clears throat> so, what was the in the Mishkan, the Makom Covered, in the place of Malchus of Hakadosh Baruch the Tachas of Brio, the place of Yichud? What was the avoda there? What was the main avoda? The main avoda was the karbonos. It's the main avoda, the daily karbonos, carbon chatas, all the karbonos. Specifically, the carbon talmud, right? Morning and night. And bismanas, when we don't have that mishkan, that mikdash. So, what became of the? Covered of Kaddish Baruch What became of that covered? What's the Tachas Abriya now? What's keeping the creation going? What's keeping the Malchus Hashem going? If there's no Mikdash, there's no Malchus Hashem. There's no Kisei. How could there be a world? How are we in a world today? What's been keeping it going for so many years? Everybody knows the answer, of course. We're going to say it in a little bit of a different way. The Shuls. Tfilu. Right? Tfilu's Malchum Karbonus. The Shuls are Mikdash Ma. Right? But specifically what? When we go to Shul and we dive into Kaddish Baruch Hu, there's different styles of tefillah. Which style, which expression of tefillah specifically is geared towards Kvod Hashem, the Malchus Hashem? What do you think? Huh? I thought I heard something. I thought someone said it. You heard a bus call. I heard Shvach. Someone said Shvach. 
Shvach. We come to Shmonesai, we have Shvach, we have Bokash and Hoda. Shvach is praise, Bokash is requests, and Hoda is thanks. Shvach is the Indian of a Melech. Because the Indian of a Shvach is to be Mashbiach the Kavod. This is your Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is your Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is all you. We're praising, 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 bringing a cover to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Momo had a little bit of a disagreement with me this morning, but I'm going to say this because I think it's the MS. Is that the Avos had a Kaddish Baruch Hu like a father. That's like a Bakasha. You ask your father for things. In Bayitzi's time, when we became a nation, we became servants to a master. And the servant is someone who's always moda, he's subservient. To his master, that's Hoda. But when the Mishkan came and the Malchus Hashem came, that's Shrach. Right? Three different types of tefillahs for three different relationships we have with the Kaddish Baruch. Most of our tefillah is Shrach. Most, all of Pesukah the entire Pesukah is Shrach. Ashrei? How about Aleinu? Bechaz Kriyashma? Let's break down Ashrei for a few. Let's just read a few partial parts of Ashrei. Now, just before we start, the whole tachas of creation is for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's cover. The only way you can bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu's cover is if you're mamlachim. The only way you can be mamlachim is nowadays basic and that says with a shvach. So that becomes shvach, becomes the most important part of two. So Agav, if we whisper any part of tefillah, so it's, it's a pagam to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's cover. I was talking about this this week. How do you whisper, how do you whisper tefillah? I'm not saying scream. I'm still on this motion. Not the scream. You have to say it like you mean it, or else, what are you doing over here? Aromimcha elokai hamelech. Asher. Aromimcha elokai hamelech. I'm going to raise you up, because you're the king. Hadar kavod hodecha. The hadar kavod. Kavod malchuscha yomeru. The kavod of your malchus. We'll say over. Double melech sing to Kaddish Uchvod hadar malchuscha. The cover of the Hadar, the splendor of Hashem's Malchus. Malchus Malchus The entire Ashra. Like that's why it's the most important part of Psychic Zimra. The whole Indian is explosions of Kvod Hashem. How do you say Ashra fast or like whispering? How are we not screaming it out? Like Shlomo singing Karibo, and he's like, you listen again. He's like screaming Karibo. Karibo Alam, Vilmaya. You're the master of the world. Praise. That's the whole tachas of creation. The Ramban writes at the end of Bo. He says that the reason why we have shuls is so we can go to, together, together, together and call out to Kaddish Baruch He says, Hashem, we're your creations. He says that the, that's the reason why we have shuls. So we can all gather together in the Kaddish Baruch We're your creations. Because together in Melech Baloam, we're the nation. In shul, it's the Kisei. That's, that's the gemar, that's the culmination, that's the shlemus of the malchus. When the nation comes together and proclaims, in the place of the kisei, you're the king. That's the tachas of creation. Asher yatzer sadam b'chachma. Shvach. Sha'akol niye b'dvaro. Bore pereitz, bore pereitama. Shvach. Every bracha we say is, a, is shvach. Hosamayse bracious. Explosions of shvach. You have to look at the words. It could change your world. Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu built the world in a way that he allows us to build the world. 
discuss this in different ways. We build the world that we live in. And if the world, the tachlis, the optimal way of living in this world is through kvod Hashem, making him the melech, so the more that we make him the melech in our personal lives, the more the world is perfected. Even though the next guy next to you, he doesn't praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, his world might stink. And he's sitting two feet away from you. To you, the world is gewaldic. Because you live in the world that you create. That's what feel is. I'm telling you. It's crazy, but it's true. It's a Kaddish Baruch Hu I want to say an interesting Nakuda, very short, is that for some time I always thought that the, the most important part of the Shvach Bakasha Hoda, I always thought for a long time it was Hoda. Hoda is, is the deepest expression, thanks, personal to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's the deepest. Because in a certain way, praise, I'm praising Hashem. You know, Hashem, you created the sun. No, it's like, it's like this. But if I say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, thank you so much for the sun, that's deeper, that's more personal. So for a while, I thought that was, that was higher. <clears throat> but there's a mila to praise, to shvach. Besides the fact that everything we're talking about tonight. But when you're in the world of hoda, and we should do, do a lot of hoda, that's, we've discussed hoda in many of the chaburs. Because of course, music and tefillah, shira and tefillah is the same gemash. Right? So it all comes together. But by hoda, it's limited. How is it limited? It's limited to what you receive. Right? I can only thank a Kaddish Baruch for what I, what I receive. But Shvach is not like that. You could praise a Kaddish Baruch for everything. You could praise Hashem for some ocean in the world that you've ne- you'll never see in your entire life. Kaddish Baruch, you made the oceans. You could praise a Kaddish Baruch for the past. It's very difficult to thank Him when you didn't necessarily receive personally from that. But to praise Him? Avada, you're the Melech. You bring a covet to the Melech that you did all these things all these years. So... Whereas praise is a little bit less personal, it's more grand. It's bigger. <coughs> Let me read to you. There's a Gvaldic Sefer I was shown. It's called Prepare My Prayer. It's written in Hebrew, but they translate it into English. I'm a dove singer. It's an, it's, it's, an, it's an amazing Sefer. Short pieces on tefillah, meditative, trying to just get a person prepared for that. You're supposed to only read a, like a page a day, very short. It just calms you down, gets you in the right. Let me read you what he writes about Shvach. Ready? <clears throat> I look around me. The world is full of stars in the solar system and the wonders of nature and technology <laughs> and incredible people. Wow. It's incredible what's happening here. Shvach. What a, what a wondrous world. Now listen to this line. Praise is the movement of amazement, of awe. Let me read that again. Praise is the movement of amazement and of awe. That's unbelievable. Opening, so if you're praising a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that means your world is amazing. If you're not praising a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that means your world stinks. It's up to you. Opening the eyes to the wonders of creation. I pray and I sing, I extol and I say, and my mouth is full of song. I am flooded. My emotions overflow. Wow. You are worthy of praise. <clears throat> so now let's come to the conclusion here. If in the world, 
the place of Kvod Hashem is the Mishkan, is the base of Knesset. That's the place we bring Malchus Hashem into the world. By Shvach. And we know that every time there's something in the world, there's also something in the Nefesh. So who, who are the ones that bring the Shvach of Kodesh Baruch? Who make him the king? The Yidin. So in the world, it's the Mishkan, it's the base of Knesset. In Nefesh, it's the Jews. So Shana means time. We know, Olam Shana Nefesh. Whatever's in the Olam has to be in the, in the Nefesh, has to be in the Shana. So what's the Zman of being Mamluk HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What's the Zman to take a step back and just realize what creation is when things aren't going so fast, when you can breathe a little bit, when you can look at the stars, when you can look at the sky, when you have more time to dive in? What's the Shana? What's the Zman of Kfor Hashem of Malchus? Shabbos Malchus. Shabbos. Shabbos is the time when the nation comes together in the shul, olam shana nefesh, to be mamlech Kadesh baruch to say a longer pesuka de zimra. It's a longer pesuka de zimra. Why? Because the whole inyan of Shabbos kavod Hashem. The whole inyan is to be mamlech Kadesh baruch to say it out loud, not to rush through because there's a train coming. Shabbos is the time where there's no trains coming. There's no time to there's no time to rush to mamlech Kadesh baruch and if the klal is not being mamlech hakadosh baruch then in the prat, so you daven slowly and you daven your own thing, be mamlech hakadosh baruch on your own. It's great when everybody's doing it together, but we're not totally dependent on the tibur. Keser yitnu lecha Hashem lokeinu. When else do we say keser? It's on Shabbos. It's on Yom Tif, of course, because we're giving him the crown. By Musaf, it's like been a culmination of Shabbos of Shabbos. They all the davening leading up to Musaf. Keser yitnu lecha. And then, of course, Rav the Ravan is when that yichud happens. Veshachanti besocham. After Mamlech Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then the real veshachanti besocham happens. That's Mincha Beshavas Rav the Ravan, will of wills. So now let's get back to our song, our tefillah of the evening. You have the translation. Karibon Olam Viomayo. Now this song is not specifically written for Shabbos. I don't even think there's one mention of Shabbos in the song. I don't think. This is the song of praise of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But when do you sing this? On the day of praise. So, Karibon Olam V'yamaya, Master of the world, of all worlds. Antu Malko Melech Malchaya. You're the king. You're the king of kings. That's the beginning. That's the greatest praise. Shvachin Asader Tzafar Ramsha. Shvachin Asader. I set my shvach. I prepare... Praise. What? Safra Varamsha. Morning and night. You know what morning and, night, morning and evening is? Carbon Tomid. In the morning and the evening. Shachras and Mincha. Even Kaddishin. Malachim are praising Kaddish Baruch Hu. Anasha. People are praising Kaddish The whole Indian is to praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And he skips. He's the Rabboni Shalom of what? Of glory, of greatness. Big day Kahuna. L'chavot Teferes. The base of Mikdash. L'chavodi. Save us. A little bit of a bakasha. And then we come on. Come into the base of Mikdash, the Mishkan. Where is this makam of praise? The base of Mikdash. Kodesh Kadosh. In our base Kinesis. In the Kodesh Kadosh of your heart. It's Asar. It's a place of Ruch Venashin that where souls can rejoice. To sing and to praise the Kaddish Baruch Ultimately, ah, 
Yerushalayim, to get to the beauty of Yerushalayim. Shabbos at that time, to sit back, to praise Him for your, your life, to praise Him for all, all worlds, for all time. Listen to how Shlomo sings. Karibon. Listen to how he's mamish screaming in his way. Karibon. Because it's so important. Our entire tachas of creation, our entire world is dependent on how we say Karibon. And then at the end of the song, after he's done singing, he just like, he lets you off nicely so you could be in that place of the praise. Because the, the goal of the praise is to create a world that you live in. So after you sing Karibon and you listen to how he sings it, it's praising, praising, praising. Then at the end of the song, just stop. Be in the place that you created. Be in the world of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Melech Malachim Lachim, a Kaddish Baruch Hu that you created. And in that place, even if it's Tuesday or Wednesday, if you're Mamlech Baruch Hu, then it's a Bechin of Shabbos. So let's listen to the song again in a deeper way. Thank you. Thank you. 